Welcome to the official Farming Simulator Podcast, your source for news, insights, interviews, and more. Brought to you by Giant Software. You can listen to us on our website, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Once a month, we'll bring you another episode. Hello, Welcome everyone. to the Farming Simulator podcast from us too. My name is Shaki and with me is the ever so lovely Lars. Yes, I am here. Hello, everyone. Nice to be back on air again. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Americans this time. Yes. because uh, I mean, so, uh, so sad. Yeah, as the recording of this podcast, Kermit is at PAX in Boston, so he won't join us for this episode of the podcast. However, we do have a lovely guest. We're going to talk about him a little bit later. Mm-hmm. His name is Wolfgang and he's our head of public relations. And he has a lot of uh, stuff he can share with us because he's very experienced. He's in the industry for more than 20 years. And oh, yeah. uh, we're going to have an amazing talk with him. Quite sure about that. But mm-hmm. let's talk about some news first. Yes, some news. Like I think the biggest news that we dropped in the in the last month has been the Farming Simulator 23 announcement. Is it though? I think Gewile is bigger. I mean, your mileage may vary on that. If you love bailing as much as I do, then Gewail for of course is better. And I'm not just saying that because Gewail, like me, like myself, uh, is Austrian. I know. So what about you guys out there? Do you like it more that there is a DLC? Gewile for Farming Simulator 22, or are you excited for Farming Simulator 23? But let's talk about these things very quick. So Gewile, let's go. You already established it's an Austrian company. Mm-hmm. Um, never been in Farming Simulator before. I mean, there were some mods, I believe, in the past, yes. but it hasn't been an official partner. And if you have listened to all the podcasts out there, you know that um, bringing a partner into the game can take several years. So working mm. with Gewile, um, we talked to them for quite some time now. I have no idea for, for how long uh, exactly, but we are super happy to have them in the game. Um, they bring a lot of unique features to bailing, which is something that's quite amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the standing bailers, which we haven't yet had in the game. Absolutely. So this is amazing. And uh, I'm quite sure you guys out there will love Gewile if you give it a try. Mm-hmm. I know uh, Americans will turn around and go like, oh, this is more European thing. And while it's technically a European company, I'm quite sure that these things are used in America as well. And that uh, you guys will be quite excited about it. Talking about exciting news, um, patch 1.9 is also out there. Yeah, we kind of needed that for Gewile to be dropped. So Absolutely. However, you don't need Gewile to use 1.9 because we see these questions coming up all the time. So if you guys don't want to buy the Gewile DLC, you will still be able to experience all the things that are in 1.9, especially the new barns, basically. Mm, we got a really lovely bale and pallet storage building now put in the game with 1.9. Doesn't cost you anything. It's a patch. You get it if you own FS22 and you can use it on any map, anywhere, however you like. Yeah. And that was basically based on, on you guys and your feedback out there because, um, you might remember that a couple of months ago, we had to change the way pallets are handled in the game because of, uh, especially the older gen consoles that wouldn't be able to handle all the pallets anymore. So we had to introduce pallet limits to make sure that you guys can uh, play and have a smooth experience with the game. So what we did basically is based on your feedback, 
coming up with a solution so that you can still have as many pallets as you want. You just can't have them all standing on the field, basically. So you're going to use the new barn. And as we said, that one is in 1.9. And if you own Farm Simulator 22, you will be able to download 1.9 and use it right away. Just make sure you keep your game up to date. Patch 1.9 is out already on all the platforms for Farming Simulator 22. Um, you talked about user feedback. So yeah. let's talk about uh, our little survey that we dropped this week. Um, if this is still current, if you're not watching this episode, if you're not listening into this uh, podcast, like months later, go to our website. We have a blog. We have currently a user survey going on. Takes you 10 minutes. Let us know in a very formalized way what you think about the game. We have a lot of questions there that you might even find interesting. Yeah, and we definitely need your feedback because, you know, there are future game games coming up, of course. This wasn't the last game we did. So the community team is always happy to use your feedback to bring it to the bosses and make sure that the next game incorporates everything you think about the game. So make sure to fill out this survey and make sure to come to Cactus over Easter. Yes. Yes, because Cactus, for those of you who have no idea what that is, it's a German fair. So if you are not German, uh, you might not be too familiar with Cactus. Cactus is basically um, the formerly known DreamHack Leipzig. Uh, DreamHack itself basically moved to Hanover and they are over there in December. But Leipzig still has their own fair and they call it Cactus. It starts over Easter, basically, more or less, on this year. So if you're listening to this podcast after Easter 23, this is really not interesting for you anymore. However, maybe for next year, maybe for next year. But if you're listening to this podcast before that, Cactus is coming up and we're going to have a FSL tournament there, which is not part of the league. Technically, it's not a league tournament because the league is on break right now, as you might know. The season is over, the season has concluded, the next season hasn't started yet. But we do this tiny little invitational where we invite the teams to basically play a special event. If you're interested in that, we of course going to live stream it so you can watch it on Giant Software on Twitch. Or just head over to Cactus, say hello, and, you know, watch Farming Simulator League live. Because it hasn't been live for a while, and it's actually awesome to see these guys playing. Absolutely. Like, I look forward to seeing them again myself live. I unfortunately won't be there. I mean, neither to, mm. uh, because the community team is not needed at Cactus because it's an esports event. So the esports team is going, which is kind of sad. Well, well, we can't be everywhere. We can't be everywhere. At least we're at Pax East. Yeah. And we are at FarmCon talking about FarmCon. This is, this is a, well, that was, about that was a transition. That was a smooth transition. FarmCon is coming up, guys. It is on the 1st or 2nd of July. It is at Deutz Far. Pretty in much as we, in. as we promised like three years ago, uh, <laughs> when we decided to head over to Deutz in 2020, basically. But then we all know we couldn't really make it to, uh, to any event for two years, but we can now and we will head over to Deutz. It will be awesome. I can promise you that much. We have a lot of news to share. Um, and yeah, basically. That's that's the news. Come to FarmCon. There are still tickets available. Tickets are available. Please also make sure that you book a hotel because it's not a very big town. It's not. So it's in the, the middle of the, nowhere. The, yeah. The, the earlier you come, uh, the earlier you start booking, the better. The good news, though, is that Lauingen is basically part of the um, surroundings of Legoland Ulm, which means that there are a lot of uh, hotels that are basically 
specialized in having guests for one or two nights um, and accommodate them accordingly. So if you check out Dillingen, which is the biggest city around, they have tons of hotels that are Legoland partners. So this will work for you guys. Yep. Nice. So give this a go and we'll see you there. Absolutely will. Well, but I think we really should bring Wolfgang into this mix because mm. this guy is sitting right next to us for like 10 minutes waiting that we are done with the new segment. So, um, you know what? Let's start and uh, talk to Wolfgang. And I'm quite sure you guys are going to learn a lot about that. And you, Chucky, grab a drink because this is my interview. Well, first of all, thanks for waiting. So welcome, Wolfgang. Would you mind introducing yourself for those few little fellas out there who have no idea who you are? Yeah, sure. So uh, welcome, everyone. I'm Wolfgang. I joined Giant Software here in 2020, coming with a 25 years uh, history in video gaming through various uh, Japanese companies. And I'm now yeah happy to contribute to Farming Simulator and all things going on here. That's awesome. Yeah, well, you did work on very big tiles. We are not advertising uh, tiles you worked on before, but what we can say is you are probably the most experienced video game guy that we have at Giants. So let's learn from, you know, the behavior of the old dude who knows everything. What is the first thing you do when you come into your office at Giants every morning? <laughs> Grab coffee, I guess. Yeah, no, uh, honestly, first first thing I start my laptop and then the coffee machine. Yeah, that's the first to go. But, you know, it's just like you never know whether uh, some updates need to be done. So uh, first start the laptop, start the machine, let it do its work and then grab the coffee, which is really essential in the morning. Okay, let's let's pretend for a second. We, <laughs> you got your coffee. The laptop is fine. So... How does the work of basically a PR and marketing manager start? Is it is it reading emails, seeing what happened overnight because you are working with a lot of countries all over the world? Or what is the first thing that comes to your mind where you think this is the most important thing to do in the morning before you start anything? Yeah, it's really checking the inboxes. Uh, so uh, several uh, chat programs, email, uh, whether something has happened. Um, also, not every day, but most of the days, I'm, I'm also uh, do a quick check on the internet if something uh, which didn't pop up yet uh, did happen in the last hours. Uh, so just, you know, getting up to speed and uh, um, communication is always about uh, knowledge. You need to know what is happening. And uh, if something <laughs> happened, you need to react. So, uh, information is um, really important uh, in my business and my job and this also then helps to kind of uh, lay out the, the plan for the day so to to consider what needs to be done what really is urgent what is on my plate today so we're checking the calendar what kind of uh, scheduled meetings are in there but also seeing new tasks uh, which came in and then yeah planning that day from that kind of early kick on nice and for those of you who are wondering Yes, he's checking the internet as well. This is what we as the community team do as well. You have heard that on the podcast a lot of times. Trust me, this is way more high level when he does it than when we does it. We are looking for memes. He's looking for press releases. Okay, that's very different. Um, we spoke about the fact that you are the PR and marketing manager, which, is, which technically is two different jobs. So you are doing two jobs. Um, is, is it 50-50? Is it 80-20? How would you say, do you, how do you spend your day? Is it four mm -hmm. hours each? Yeah. Is it, what, what's your day? Uh, no, it's, it's clearly a focus on PR. Um, I would say like 70-30 uh, towards PR. 
Um, and um, yeah, just so everyone knows, I don't get a double payment for two jobs. <laughs> sadly, sadly. <laughs> But um, yeah, it's fun because actually it's it's really uh, the, the the different tasks, you know, which are related to PR and marketing, um, and and the the, the different uh, things I need to do um, that brings variety into my daily business. And this is what I really love um, to having these kind of two jobs, as you described. <laughs> so when you said. Different tasks. What are the difference between a PR manager and a marketing manager? Yeah. Um, so in the end, it's both about communication, but uh, on a very common level, it's uh, PR is uh, done without money and marketing is done with money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's simple. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best explanation I've ever heard. And uh, you are not the first one I ask this question, to be honest. <laughs> Now, this is really the point with uh, PR. Uh, I'm working with uh, press people all over the world, uh, you know, preparing um, assets about our games, about our announcements, about what we have in mind as a company um, and uh, trying to get coverage from journalists and uh, the, what they prepare as, as articles or as, as video content. Um, and this, of course, you know, this is where PR comes from. This is uh, free of charge. We kind of deliver information and they produce content and publish it in their, in their magazines and their media. And on the other side, marketing, this is really about advertising. So, yeah, you work also with agencies, you work with suppliers. And yeah, here the, the money is involved. You have a kind of marketing budget and you invest that money. You, you of course, have to figure out what is an efficient use for your money. Um, really considering about uh, target groups, about lo uh, local markets, um, how to reach your, your consumer, how to actually create awareness for your product. Um, but in the end, yeah, it's, it's, as I said, it's related to spending money and then getting something in return from them, some, some presents, some print advertisements, online advertisements, wherever you can actually uh, yeah, see something about uh, any product. So basically, whenever you guys out there see something wherever at Sony, at Microsoft or at the various game magazines around the world that you guys might read, it's usually Wolfgang's doing, right? <laughs> yeah, yes and no. Um, basically, I think I, I can explain a little bit about our structure. Um, as, as Giant Software, we are the developer and also publisher um, of the Farming Simulator series. And um, we have uh, four offices uh, all over the world. I think that's known last. You yeah, told that, that is known. many I told times them, already. Yeah. Yeah. Every day. Um, But uh, what, what I wanted to explain is actually that um, with four officers, uh, we are reaching the global world, but we can't do everything on our own. That's simply, simply not uh, possible. So what we are doing is as a kind of uh, headquarter work, we are preparing the, the, the ground base, we are preparing the, the strategy, we are preparing um, assets, which are the base for all um, detailed local communication. And... Um, Uh, th these assets are, are given to our local uh, distributors, which we have all over the world. So in kind of um, all country you now <laughs> can mention, uh, we have a partner sitting and uh, he's then receiving those information, those guidelines, those assets and adapting for the respective local market. And um, yeah, this kind of somehow explains um, what I'm doing is actually to, to collect all this information and give it to our local partners. And in the end, if you think about Romania magazine, um, it's then our distributor and partner in Romania um, who's actually then um, being responsible 
responsible, also communicating in a local language um, and being responsible to uh, select and and book the the print ad for example or something with a retailer uh, locally or something uh, on a digital um, ad spend um, all these possibilities what actually um, will contribute to local presence in that country what of course we are doing um, on, on a global base what is possible this is really the digital world uh, and for example what what you mentioned with the first party so if you work with directly with sony or microsoft um, here we can um, activate um, advertisement on a global level and this then goes through us because uh, it's quite easy that we on from 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 one side book advertisement and then um, those playstation or xbox or whoever um, the, the whoever is offering the game uh, can execute the advertisements then all over the world or in that respective country which we asked for. so every time i get asked What's the difference between Wolfgang's job and my job, or your job in this case, Lars' job? Um, there are, of course, there are millions of differences, but we work very close together. I think we can say that. Uh, but the main difference I always mention is that your job is primarily before something gets released, you know, and my job starts the second it is released, basically, uh, which is not entirely true, of course. You you are there with the product through, uh, through the lifetime, so am I, but. Technically, the, the main focus of your work is before something gets released. And um, maybe you can walk us through it. I usually make up a game that will never come out so that people don't get confused out there and think I'm going to announce something. So for the sake of this pod podcast, we're going to create the Wolfgang PR Manager Simulator today. <laughs> the Wolfgang PR Manager Simulator is coming out and you are the PR manager um, basically getting that ready. So what is the typical walk through from basically the second we decide to announce something until we actually did release it yeah the most important question at first when will it be released november And, of course oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> in time for christmas excellent um, This is really essential because everything which you consider about uh, communication needs to go backwards. And because we have one goal, we want to be ready with all information. We want to have the maximum hype level when the game is released. So this is clearly the target. We need to know when the product is launched and then go backwards. And then it's uh, at first really a kind of um, gathering information situation so um, what is the wolfgang simulator game about <laughs> what can you do what kind of special unique features he has um, and um, when we when we know about the features when actually can we show them so um, the development is always something uh, which starts on paper but uh, yeah you you don't want to show some some written papers you, you need to see the graphics you know you need to see see the visuals you need to see something in action uh, and therefore the uh, question goes back to the developers when can we actually showcase that and and create screenshots when can we uh, create videos and this is really important um, and the, then also this wolfgang simulator um, has he any um, external licenses included uh, because that's also something uh, important because we need to check with these external manufacturers um, when is their content ready is there any specific date when we can disclose it not that we are too early for them um, so in the end there's a lot of information gathering in the beginning 
Um, and then we need to consider what is the best point to announce this Wolfgang simulator. Um, that could also be um, what kind of game shows are around, you know? Um, is there a good opportunity um, to work with the first party? Uh, we all know that they have regularly uh, announcements um, or, or digital showcases. Is there an opportunity to coincide with that? Um, do we have any local event? Um, and of course, when do we have something ready to show to the people? And um, all these information need to come together and uh, then when then we can start to plan um, when is the first announcement, when to reveal first feature, second feature, video content. Maybe maybe we even have a exciting a cinematic trailer for that. Um, yeah, and this is a kind of yeah ongoing process uh, to really prepare a full communication plan from first announcement up until playable version and release in the end. Yeah, and. I mean, you mentioned it a lot that um, there's a lot of research going on as well, right? And I think we all know that, um, especially with games, because you have a target audience of gamers, of course, you try to reach game magazines talking about our games. And these game magazines, they only have one front page. So how much of your research is regarding other games that are basically coming out around the time we want to post something, publish something or anything, just to ensure that, you know, you're not running against a game that will just take over coverage of, across all the world. This is, this is a huge part or is it something you check out and then you go like, ah, whatever, Wolfgang Simulator is just <laughs> a game to go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Wolfgang Simulator will be the best ever. <laughs> Absolutely. No, just kidding. Um, yes, this is something um, which has to be done. But it's not something really super urgent, I would say, because uh, in the end, you also, for many occasions, don't know it. Um, think about any product. Uh, what kind of announcement will they do in six months? I don't know. Um, as soon as you have proper and confirmed announcement dates, that's usually kind of short noticed. Um, but then, of course, we, we uh, adapt our plans and, and have that in mind. Um, I think it's even more important with release dates when the product uh, should be launched, um, because this is also something uh, yeah, which has to be taken into consideration. Um, so, yes, this is important. This is done, but it's not something, you know, where everything starts. <laughs> What I try to do here, and you might not know that, is um, I try to bust two rumors. <laughs> the first one, uh, we are deep into this now, is basically that gaming companies talk to each other to ensure that every gaming company has their own advertisements and their own announcements where no one else does it. You just said this is not the case. Um, I knew that, but now people out there know it. Um, and the other one is, and this is a big rumor, especially with my previous jobs, is that marketing tells the developers what to do and not the other way around. So you told us Uh, before that, you know, you ask them, okay, it's on paper, but when can we show these things? How much say do you have in this? Can you tell the developers, look, I need this on the first of March and I don't care, get this done? Or is it the other way around? And you tell them, I would love it on the first of March and they're going to tell you, well, dude, it's late April or never, basically. Yeah, um, it's like with many things in real life, uh, there was no... Um Oh, no black and white situation, you know. Um, of course, I have wishes always, yeah. So what you described as a second option. 
but at some point um, during communication we may run into the first scenario where we need to say hey come on now we need that um, which is um, to, to, to give you an example um, what we call key art key artwork from a kind of let's say dlc um for uh back in february we announced the Gewalt pack for example and uh, here we went really late with a key machine um but this key machine is really important because um it's featured on all the assets uh, which are then Uh, visible on the storefront um, so that that key artwork that is really important because we kind of need that at first to to create many assets and uh, yeah for those occasions we may run into a situation like uh, okay <laughs> we have to force them now <laughs> although yeah uh, <laughs> the the day only has 24 hours in the end but uh, yeah maybe let's say, put it in that words uh, we can request for prioritization of something I see. So let's forget Wolfgang Simulator for a second and go over to the very real Farming Simulator 23 that has just been announced. Um, because you just mentioned it, sometimes you know you decide when it will be shown or why specific things will be shown at a specific time. Can you walk us through Farming Simulator 23 a little bit? Because this is a very fresh game. People know about it right now. So this is something they might even have an idea of what we posted when what was the logic behind these things how did you decide what to do how much did you have to push the developers to get what you want in time basically <laughs> yeah um, maybe starting with a kind of uh, funny uh, repeated uh, scenario um, when we launched um, farming simulator 22 we did it on the day 22nd and we even had announcements many announcements on the same day in several months and uh, therefore it kind of was obvious for us to have the farming simulator 23 to be launched in a month on a 23rd of course um, and then similar you know if you think about the first um, announcement day yeah by coincidence it was also again a 23rd in that case 23rd February um, This is not essential, but for us it was a kind of yeah good opportunity to kind of reiterate uh, that number because we are numbering um, our games and to to use that um, and people could also then kind of um, imagine um, that that future announcement maybe could also take place on a, <laughs> similar on a specific day, day yeah. <laughs> in the following month. Um, so for. For uh, Farming Simulator 23, uh, we uh, announced it for Nintendo Switch. Um, and you need to know that the uh, production side here is really an important uh, factor. Um, it, it takes quite long for um, those Nintendo ROMs to be produced. Um, and although the, the packaging process, um, so uh, this is... Yeah, it's, it's, it's no secret what I'm, what I'm telling here, but it's really a matter of weeks uh, that uh, actually the kind of product is ready, but it 
takes so long that everything is packed together and and be ready for shipment to retailers. Um, and um, while you need to uh, understand that uh, the the delivery, so the production and delivery takes several weeks, um, we also. Um, need to um, make sure that communication-wise we have enough time for our distributors to have the product announced and be able to have them time to speak to their retailers because in the end all the retailers need to commit to a certain number of units they will buy and, and are uh, then uh, taken on their shelves and, and taken then on stock. Um, so all that process takes again some more weeks and um, therefore that time frame of three months is a reasonable time frame um, for all that preparation work in the background which is really yeah sales stuff which people uh, don't don't like actually but uh, it's really essential to bring the goods uh, into uh, retail stores in the end so yeah this is actually the the kind of uh, three months period where that comes from then we had the 23rd matching our game title uh, and then one more story um, I, I can actually tell because we announced the game not only for Switch but also for mobile um, and uh, it was then one, one discussion we had internally about the strategic because those games they are not 100% identical but on purpose um, we said in the beginning we have the feature level 100% identical because it makes communication easier because As I just said, when we announced the game in February, we, we announced features which are the same for Nintendo Switch and for mobile, which is then clear to understand, hey, we, there's a new game, it's Farming Simulator 23, and it features that. And then in the following weeks, we have more time to go into detail and then to figure out the exact details between these. Um, Communication-wise, it's easier that way. It would have been a kind of yeah, small nightmare um, if we would have right in the beginning, oh, and we're announcing Farming Simulator 23, and on Switch it's that, and on mobile it's that, and on Switch it's that, and on mobile it's that that um yeah it's a it would be too complicated and this is also something where we kind of fill the three months period between first announcement and release date yeah and that's where community has your back because if people have questions they're going to come to me um actually um, i don't know if it was intentioned or not, uh, intended or not but you explained two things that gamers talk a lot about uh, maybe if you guys out there didn't catch it first of all um, the time the game is ready and the time the game ships is very different. If you see that out there, they usually refer to the gold master. So if, if they talk about a game and tell you, oh, this game just reached gold master or this game is a gold master now, that basically is the moment where the development of the game that is pressed on the CD or anything stops. Of course, not the development of the game. The game is still developed, but you have to print print everything and put it together into a box at one point that's the gold master box and that's what Wolfgang referred to when he said it takes a long time to produce these things get them into the shelves and the second thing and I've seen a lot of discussions out there is um, retailers actually buy from us it's not that we just give them games all around the world but there are contracts behind that this is too much for a podcast but it's a huge thing and it's, it's nice to hear that from a professional at one point and not only from yeah well basically me <laughs> um Cool, thank you. So we learned that you work with developers, of course. You work with community, I can say that. We work uh, together a lot. What other departments within Giants do you touch during your day-to-day -day work, basically? 
Um, yeah, uh, actually, the, the main thing is I'm part of the marketing team and that's a huge team because also the, the graphics team and the video team belongs to it. Uh, communication uh, event, all is related to, to marketing and, and combined to one that uh, is in the end really a huge group and there's a lot of um, back and forth communication on that as well. Um, yeah, but basically also other related uh, departments um, because uh, um, when we say we, we need um, to communicate something, we also have our website farmingsimulator.com and uh, this of course is done by other dudes. Um, I mentioned already the, the developers. Um, we also have um, people um, working together with the manufacturers, um, what we are describing as key account managers um, to, to be uh, yeah, communicating with them. This is also important for, for me, for, for all the plannings, what I described with when is a machine ready to show. So this is also a daily task. Um, then, of course, we have the, the sound dudes here because they are, hey, recording our podcast right now. <laughs> for example, yes. <laughs> Well, that's technically my job. <laughs> <laughs> then, of course, um, QA. QA is really important for me because, um, um, you know, all these um, plans we do and, and all the um, texts we create, we always let a QA double check them um, because, you know, they're really the experts and we really um, tried everything in the game. And before we release um, anything, we make sure that it's checked by them as well. Um, then we have a department which is called Publishing. Um, which is also yeah a very close really daily task for me um, because I'm kind of contributing to to publishing work as well through through marketing. Um, so publishing is mainly doing all the sales stuff, um, but also they are doing the uh, communication with the first parties. Um, and um, what I described earlier, I'm discussing then marketing stuff for the first party. So um, publishing is doing everything else like the, the submissions to um, the first parties, also the, the presence in their um, stores, um, everything which needs to be done on a, on a, a production level. Um, so, yeah, this is then also um, a department which I very closely work with. And, yeah, for all the others, I meet in the lunch break uh, at the <laughs> table football. I heard you are actually a legend in table football. People, people talk about how you beat them pretty much every day. There used to be, I don't know if you know that, but there used to be a rule like three years ago before all these uh, pandemic hits that if you lose in table football without scoring a single goal, you had to bring cake for the yeah, company. Yeah, sure. But, but only in the front line. It, only in the front. Only if you're a striker, yeah. yes. As but, far yeah, as was, I know, that still exists. Yeah, It still exists. I haven't played in years. But yeah, I don't want to because I heard that you are too good for me. So I'm not, I'm not playing against you. <laughs> Talking about us too, um, I, I think we established that you are talking to press, I'm talking to the, to the players. Everything you do is around press and everything I do is around player to, to some extent, of course, uh, is around players. And I think it's no secret that we too, while we want the same thing, we are the ones clashing a lot because we try to, we try to find a date that fits you and the press. And I want different dates because I think they fit better for the players. So we have a lot of discussions. Um, one thing, though, that we both have, I think, a strong opinion on is marketing via content creators. Because technically, you know, you are marketing, you are PR, content creators are, are there to, to help you, basically. But because they are community, they are, of course, my responsibility. Um, so 
How much do you interact with content creators? How important are they for your day-to-day -day work? Um, they are really very important for giant software, but as you described, it's really a matter for you and your team to work with them on a day-to-day -day base. So um, for me, it's a kind of, yeah, let's say occasional uh, thing. For example, when we meet uh, at events, uh, like I remember last year's Gamescom, um, where I also presented uh, the Platinum um, code uh, to them. Um, but it's it's not really a day-to-day -day thing, but uh, really like more, as I said, for, for special occasions. Yeah, I see that. So usually I end these interviews with asking for your favorite brand. However, that hasn't been a good idea in the past. Let's phrase it that way. So I decided to not to do that anymore. So my favorite or my, my new final question for you would be, when you play Farming Simulator 22, what's your favorite thing to do? Oh, right now, the favorite thing is really I'm into forestry. And, and this is the, the kind of personal story. You know, we, we have an oven at home. So I do myself, I, I go into the forest and, and prepare wood for heating at home. And, uh, I several times when I was standing there, I was sweating. I thought like, oh my God, it's so much easier in the game <laughs> with that great machinery. Uh, so uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, I just enjoyed that uh, in the game as well. So that's kind of my favorite thing right now. So basically you fell into this, I'm doing this for real and then I do it in the game as well that a lot of people talk about when it comes to especially Germans playing Farming Simulator. Thank you so much for your time, Wolfgang. It was amazing having you there. I hope you guys out there learned a lot about PR. I can uh, tell you one thing from sitting right next to Wolfgang for like three years now, I'd say. Um, it's super interesting. It is actually something that I haven't thought would be so interesting, but every time I get a glimpse of what he's doing, it is really cool. So I can tell you that. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, that was interesting. So you all heard it here first. Wolfgang Simulator coming on April 1st this year. Awesome. Oh, you're back. Nice. I hope you had a great time while I was working. <laughs> I always had it. I had a really, really nice cup of water here and a coffee. Oh, that sounds healthy. Yes. Anyway, guys, I think that's it for the podcast. Um, now that Kermit is not there, we can just, you know, keep it short. Yeah. I hope he will have him again. I miss him. Yeah. Moving forward, he might be back, though, because yes. you know, the next podcast is still a couple of weeks out and i um, quite sure Kermit is back by then. For those of you out there who haven't listened to any of the previous podcasts, I highly recommend doing it. There are a lot of interesting things in there. Um, my favorite one is basically the one with Martin Seidel talking about how to get partners into the game. But there are so many interesting things out there. You should totally listen to that. And the next podcast most likely will have more details about Farming Simulator 23 because... The next podcast will be very close. Will be very close to the release of that game. Mm -hmm. So, if you guys are out there are interested in the mobile game, basically, um, this this will be your podcast to listen to. Until then, good folks, have a great time, uh, enjoy, and I see you on the field. Giants out. 